0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. Canada could get access to at least eighty eight million doses of COVID nineteen vaccines under agreements it signed with four American drug makers. A fifth deal is also in the works. The Prime Minister made the announcement this morning. Today, I can announce that the government of Canada has signed two new agreements with Novavax and Johnson and Johnson to reserve millions of doses of the vaccines they're developing. Their most recent vaccine tests show promising results. That's why we're making sure that if one of these potential vaccines is successful, Canada and Canadians will have access to the doses they need. The government won't actually buy any of the vaccines that uh, uh, clear kin- clinical trials unless they are approved by Health Canada. Well, our next guest is a distinguished university professor. His groundbreaking research led to the discovery of the first antiviral drug for the tre- treatment and control of hepatitis B virus. Dr. Lauren Turrell is the founder and director of Li ka Institute of Virology at the University of Alberta. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, then and uh, Let's uh, talk about this uh, race to the vaccine. Where is your head at, what you're watching, what you're hearing? Um, we and we're also know we're seeing some great work being done at the university as well. Um, where's your head at when you're looking at um, the progress so
1: far? Well, it's a very, very impressive progress that's been made throughout the world. It's a very good example of scientists coming together and exchanging knowledge, AS QUICKLY AS POSSIBLE for the benefit of trying to develop uh, good good vaccines. And there are well over 100 uh, different companies that are making vaccines or projects making vaccines, and 30 of these are in clinical trials, and about 10 of them are already in Phase 3 trials. So this is much faster than anything we've ever seen in the development of vaccines, and it is a very good news story in that it really is uh, showing that we can move very rapidly and collaboratively when we need to. So
0: the ones that are in uh, the 30 that are in clinical trials, the the ones that are in third stage of those, are any of them jumping to the forefront for you um, that you're watching especially
1: close? Well I think that uh, some of the ones that uh, we have uh, seen Canada sign uh, advanced procurement agreements with Uh, have some very good uh, early results The one today, Novavax, Uh is a protein-based vaccine produced in insect cells and they make the spike protein from uh, this virus. And in phase one and two clinical trials, it has produced excellent levels of antibody, even higher than you see in patients that are infected with the virus. And that's a good sign that uh, these are neutralizing antibodies that will prevent the virus from infecting. We've also seen this with uh, the J&J vaccine, uh, which is an adenovirus vaccine. We've seen it with Pfizer and Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Oxford. All of these are producing vaccines that are showing very encouraging results. You talk about the ones that
0: are in third stage, and we heard uh, from uh, the Russian government, I think, last week or the week before, that it has gone to the third stage of of trials. Your, your thought on that, because I know the World Health Organization today, um, you know, expressing some concern about, um, about fast-tracking candidate drugs. Um, third, third stage already, does that not seem... Really- Really soon?
1: Well, you can go into third phase, but what is really disturbing is the Russians were just starting their third phase when they announced they had a vaccine mm-hmm. that was for sale. And that would not happen here or in North America or in Europe, where countries will make sure that the vaccines have finished their first phase three trials, which are designed to show that the vaccines are, number one, effective, and number two, they're very safe mm-hmm. and uh Uh, we don't want to rush. That's why we have Health Canada to approve these before they're available to the general public. We know there's great pressure with uh, the COVID-19 situation, but it's very important that we not only have a very effective vaccine, but a very safe vaccine, mm-hmm. and that's why our standards are different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's extremely important to protect the public.
0: I know you get asked this all the time, and I'm going to ask you one more time, Doctor. But if you had to look in your crystal ball, and I know that's not how you work. I mean, you're a scientist. Um, but are, are, would you consider next year sometime a vaccine or? Are we still looking a couple of years?
1: No, I think that we're going to see vaccines uh, either late this year or very in the first quarter or two of 2021 when we'll have some vaccines. We'll have completed phase three studies and we'll show that they are both effective and they are safe. All these vaccines and all these drugs go into another phase, which is after they're marketed, to make sure we monitor very closely if there's any late developing side effects. That uh, is what we do with drugs, and that's what Mm -hmm. we'll do with vaccines, to make sure that there are no other uh, side effects that might arise late.
0: I was reading an article uh today from uh out of the out of the out of the U.S. um uh, it's a a doctor out of Boston who is working on on um the final phases of a COVID-19 vaccine and his quote which jumped out at me says uh, success when it comes to vaccine does oh he said if we do a little better than the flu vaccine then we'll be able to declare a success it would still be a very serious disease but our society lives with influenza success when it comes to vaccine does it mean perfection that it works all the time on everyone or is it just you know the best we can get
1: it is primarily the best we can get Mm. some vaccines are extremely effective for example the polio vaccine and polio disappeared the measles the mumps most of these vaccines are highly effective but the influenza has been one of the vaccines that has been difficult, and it varies anywhere from 30 to 70% effective in various years. And the COVID virus, uh, we don't know what its success rate will be. But if it's in the range of 70%, that will have a big impact yes. on the population. When you take a vaccine, there are two effects of a vaccine. Number one is to protect the individual who is vaccinated. Number two is that when you have protection, In individuals, and you get enough of them in the community that have that protection, we have what we call um, the the community uh, 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 immunity that prevents the vaccine or the virus from replicating in the population. And when we have high enough herd immunity, then the vaccine begin, the virus begins to disappear with good vaccines that produce individual protection as well as herd immunity.
0: And Dr. Lauren Turrell joining us this afternoon. Uh, doctor, we know that it's back to class today for some students and we're seeing classes resume for many other students or most other students uh, across the province over the coming week. Some people are staying home. Do you have any concerns right now with... with uh, uh, the way from what you've been watching about uh, the way back-to-school protocols uh, have been put in place and the way that we're doing things? Well, I'm impressed
1: with uh, how much work is being put into it. I think that we need to make sure the environment the students are going back into and the teachers are going back into will be as uh, po- as protective as possible. And that's a public health issue, working with the school mm-hmm. boards and with the government. And I think they're doing everything they can to try to protect uh, students and teachers as much as possible.
0: There's a lot of a lot of question about, uh, you know, going back to school, but also as we end and in, uh, move into flu season, seasonal flu, how do you think that COVID and seasonal flu are, you know, how's that going to play out over the coming months?
1: Well, that'll be very interesting because uh, they're both respiratory viruses mm-hmm. and they produce some of their symptoms are very similar what is really important is we do have very accurate diagnostic techniques so we can make clear diagnosis of either the flu or coronavirus uh, or the covid 19 and we can separate them out and i think that uh, this will help us sort out how severe the flu epidemic will be on top of COVID, and let's hope it's not too severe.
0: Doctor, I'm, I'm curious to know, you know, when you first started hearing about this virus, what, six, seven months ago, even a little bit earlier than that, um, to what you've learned from what you knew then to what you've learned now about it um has anything surprised you is there are there still things that you're waiting to find out about it
1: well it's it's a huge learning experience for all of us mm-hmm. but, uh, some of the things that are very important is what proportion of the population has asymptomatic infections, and do they get protective antibodies even if they don't have symptoms? The other one is how long do the antibodies last yeah. to give us protection? And will we become susceptible again to the virus? And if we are reinfected with the virus, will it be a different course? Mm. For example, I think there would be immunological memory that would allow a second infection to be much shorter and much less severe. And that would be critically important as we get more knowledge about that. We don't know for sure how long the antibodies will last after a vaccination. We know that some of the vaccines are producing very high antibodies, Mm. uh, higher than the natural infection. And that's a good sign and may may mean that vaccines will be effective in preventing this. But this is a virus that's likely going to remain in our population and circulate even when we have vaccines and good antivirals. Uh, We see this with some other viruses like influenza and uh, Mm -hmm. COVID-19 I hope our vaccines are more effective Mm -hmm. but it still will probably circulate long term.
0: Doctor we're seeing some stories coming out about uh, mutations in the virus Um, what could that lead to What, what could that
1: mean? Well mutations in a virus can change how infectious it is It can also lead to differences in how it uh, causes disease and patterns of disease. And uh, what we are looking at a lot is uh, the vaccines that are giving us protection that may protect us from even some of the new mutants. Mm. So it'll be very important for the vaccine to be tested against the regular circulating virus as well as any mutations that we see. You,
0: you talked about uh, vaccine and, you know, even with a vaccine, there's there's still going to be some virus out there. Uh, Dr. Tam today, Canada's Chief Public Officer of Health, um, said, you know, she suspects that the, the manager of COVID is going to continue for at least a year and and said to not assume that a vaccine will see an end to public health measures such as mask wearing and, and physical distancing. It was interesting on the weekend uh, my family sitting around talking about masks making sure that they were clean we had enough to go back to school all of that sort of thing. Do you believe that mask wearing is going to be just a way of the future for the next number
1: of years? I think it'll be a way of the future until we get sufficient herd immunity Uh. and we see that the uh, incidence of the disease uh, (laughs) becomes much less frequent. And the other part is that if we have, and we're working hard on antiviral agents, and if we have antiviral agents that can help treat the disease, if we diagnose it early, we may be able to treat it very early. And all of these things should eventually lead to Uh, more normal approach to life than to uh, wear masks for many years.
0: I wonder what uh, the world is going to look like a year from now when it comes to COVID-19.
1: I think it'll be improved. Fingers crossed. I'm optimistic that the vaccine will have a big effect and that the other research going on will uh, help us uh, understand the virus better and that... uh, we will have improvements in our the way we live
0: fingers crossed doctor thank you for taking time out of your busy day i appreciate it thank you for having me take care now that is dr lauren turrell from the lee Cashing institute of virology virology at the university of alberta um, and, uh, you know, the work that they're doing there, it's a rapid response to situations like this. And as I mentioned off the top, uh, that good doctor, um, groundbreaking research. He's Edmonton born. Groundbreaking research led to the discovery of uh, the first antiviral therapy drug for the treatment and control of hepatitis B virus um and lots of great work being done over at the university of alberta so he is believing that within the next uh months by sometime into 2020 that we will have a vaccine um and then then you have decisions to make right then you have a decision to make are you going to take it are you going to get one or or not, and I know there's some people out there when it comes to vaccines, you know, the anti vaxxers that sort of thing. Um, you know, part of me was like, oh, I'm not sure. Which I was talking, I had my doctor's appointment the other day, and he said to me, so out of the top three, you know, the Russian one, the Oxford one, or the the, the American one or Canadian one, which one do you think you'd want to take? And you know, out of the top of my head, I said, well, probably the Os- Oxford one. But um, I am interested to see how this continues to play out over the past number of months. I'm still just really surprised at the progress that's been made so far or that we've heard about at least, right? Um, When you think that, what, there's only been two viruses in the world that we know that have been completely eliminated: smallpox and something called rinderpest. It's an animal infection, and that was done by vaccination. That uh, is from uh, the good doctor in an article earlier.